You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You heard that, Manly. Let's go. Both of them, Ozzy and Matthew. Good morning. Good morning on the Ruben Gallego hump day. Him and Eric Swalwell. I think Swalwell's appropriate wife, the actual wife, came instead of the uh, FF, as we call her in short shorthand. So, but. so uh, am I allowed to be here for the next ninety days? I just need to check in with you, being the 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 authority. Am I allowed to be here for the next ninety days? What's going on? County supervisors. Oh, um, we'll get, you know, so what Matt's bringing up is they, they, um, they banned this woman. Well, Adelita did. Um, and it's interesting, right? So this woman, uh, Miss Marquard, I think her name was Rockward, something like that. She's the one who says, you know, she's a pediatric nurse for 40 years and, so she started chanting pedophile. And so the question is, yes, there's free speech, right? But then there's also calling someone pedophile. And so is it, is it cool? You know, is, is she real? You know, are there, there should be, there are there rules and some sort of decorum going on at a meeting like this? And there probably should be. So my thing is, she has pounded Matt Hines every which way but Sunday for the last three years. I mean, this is not a new, this is not a newbie, all right? So I think when she, I think she crossed the line when you chant pedophile. Because if you're going to scream pedophile, you better know someone's a pedophile. That's a hell of an accusation. So I get it. I mean, I'm not, I know some of you guys say, oh, it's against free speech, you know? You could have, you could have said, she, I mean, she's the one who said, I've seen a lot of teenage boys in my life and that looks like the body of a teen. She's not even, it's when she started chanting pedophile is when it crossed the line. So certainly spawned a, uh, interesting discussion amongst the, uh, supervisors. It did. Yeah, it did. Uh, I just, I don't think, trust me. I have people say nasty crap about me all the yep. time. I mean, I have losers like Justine Wadsack who say Chris is a liberal Democrat. You guys have heard me for 14 years. Do you hear anything that says I'm a liberal Democrat? Right? This cult of personality thing is getting really tired. Really tired. And this is the Carrie Lake thing, right? The Carrie Lake thing, the people who are upset at someone like me doing my Ross Perot doing Carrie Lake, which I can, I, 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 that, that was easy for me. I can drop into Ross per- Dana Carvey doing Ross Perot at any time. <laughs> <laughs> I got the drop of the hat. So, hour three of yesterday's show. Interesting clip that you played and commented upon. Yes, absolutely. Because she said basically a guy from back east knocked on her door, which already sounds like horse hockey, as Sherman T. Potter would say, um, and offered uh, Carrie Lake a big job, six figure salary, and a seat on a board. Um, if she would not run for anything for two years. Hour three yesterday, worth a listen. And she said, I'm not turning my back on this country. It's beautiful. 
And when I hear stuff like that, it reminded me of when Ross Perot said that the CIA doctored a photo of his daughter and came to her wedding to try to ruin it. So then, of course, in my twisted brain, I had to mix Ross Perot channeling his inner carry Lake. Yeah, this big guy, East, big Eastern Syndicate came. My dog, I want to invite him. I'm not, Larry, I'm not lying. This is real. This is real, Larry. Right. Um, but the, the, the cult of personality here, right? And it's, and, and, and it's, it's, um, what, what are we doing here? By putting people up on pedestals, right? Rarely putting anyone on a pedestal helps anybody doesn't help you doesn't help the bigger country state organization neighborhood it just doesn't work that way right you want to you want to support and vote somebody who you think's a good human being that hopefully is a good human being that can make your community better right but when you put someone on a pedestal mostly because they um, they just know how to manipulate your sense of being wronged by society. After a while, that gets tired too, right? And and, and you become so blind. I mean, I, I have this. I we, we, I sent it to you yesterday. Maybe we'll play it. It's this guy at CPAC who asks her about, you know, do you, I, it, it, it it could be part two of the McCluskey D Simone Carrie Lake interview. Where he just says, hey, would you, kind of like, would you have done things different? Well, you know, we'll, do, we'll probably play that. Let's play that the next segment, Matthew. Okay. His name's Tim Miller. This is on uh, Mediate. Um, we do have uh, Andy Biggs, top of the hour. Then uh, there's these two uh, blokes who are riding on their bicycles across the country. Starting in the Grand Imperial Communist State of California and ending up in Florida, governed by Ron DeSanctimonious. Sorry, I just want to do my juvenile Trump crap. Um, and they are raising money for Hands of Hope, which, of course, is an organization that supports young ladies who are pregnant and who need help and assistance and support. This is something in the past that Joe and I have actually been this. Uh, we've emceed uh, their annual gala dinner, things like that. So when they asked to come on, that was an easy yes. And then followed at 8.37 by Juan Siscomani, who introduced his first piece of legislation that has to do with the backlog at the Veterans Administration Hospitals. So we'll talk to Juan at 8.37. Um Music today. Music birthdays were not great. You know, when, when, you're, when your best music birthday might be Gary Newman, you're, you got problems. So, but then Matt sent me a KOLD story from overnight, and it reminded me of the great Christmas Yule, Yule log uh, at the Speedway and Kolb Walmart. Right? Where magically the place started burning down because someone, possibly one of the out of their mind, criminal, semi-criminal, homeless drug people started a fire in the the vitamin aisle or something. Okay, so uh, the grant first in grant special metro special corner special special corner good corner good corner first in Roger 
first and Ro- oh, it's the first and Roger Victor Victor. Oh, I yeah. apologize. I no, just, no. I feel like first and Grant just feels well, right. I mean, you're you're close, right? <laughs> I so I was talking to Billy too about this. The first and Grant Walgreens. Think about this, right? So they buy that corner. They build a building for Sausage Deli to be next to it. They open up. They, they so they build both buildings. They build the Walgreens, and they're getting so picked apart by druggies that they close the place within a year or two. I mean that that's Tucson, right? But first and Roger, um, Grant, excuse me. Someone started a fire in the bread aisle. And it just seems so Pliskiny. I think Eastside Mac described it as Pliskin magic. So I decided to revamp the Pliskin Acres playlist. And uh, we will take your suggestions. Uh, we will add to the... This is a playlist. Because what happens, I do specific playlists on Spotify for a date, right? March 3rd or whatever. But this will be now the evergreen Pliskin Acres playlist evergreen. that we're just going to keep adding to. Because it's not like we're not going to come back to it. Right? So, Matt, there's a few suggestions on Facebook when I ask for it. I'll, I'll add them to the list so you don't have to do anything. Okay? We'll do that. If you have a, a contribution, it takes a village to build the Pliskin Acres playlist. Call us or... Email me at wakeuptucsoncomments at gmail.com or hit me on Wastebook and we will build the evergreen Pliskin Acres playlist. No Barbara Streisand songs. No, this is the evergreen no, Pliskin no, Acres. No, 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 no. So when we come back, I want to play this guy, Tim Miller, who asked Carrie Lake after her, spe- I think it was after her speech at CPAC, about, um, you know, basically how she ran that um he's the uh let's see it's for uh the circus which is a show on air t- on showtime so um and then she has an interesting uh interesting retort at the end of uh Mr. Miller so uh we'll play that so when you talk Pliskin Acres there's only one song that can kick off a Pliskin Acres playlist. And we dedicate to this to the, well, there's the fake kingpin of Pliskin Acres, Kevin Dahl, and then the real kingpin at Alexander the Mayor. Here we go. Axel slash Duff and the Boys, welcome to Pliskin Acres or that jungle. Congratulations to my lumberjacks, the former doormat of the Big Sky Conference. Beat, Is that something? Beat Montana last night. I watched the end of the game uh, this morning when I woke up. And uh, they will play tonight to, for the Big Sky Championship. And they might actually get into the big dance. First time in 23 years. They said 2000 even was the last time they were in this position. The Lumberjacks overall record, 12 and 22. Oh, yeah. they. Wow. Oh, wow. They sucked a lot of pine this year. Wake up, Tucson. 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. All right. Kicking off the Pliskin Acres playlist. You know, I want to um, add a little bit something to the discussion of the uh, young lady who got banned uh, from the Pima County board meeting for 
talking about um, accusing and saying the word pedophile, uh, which is really the where the I think this whole thing broke. I think the part that is that there's no um, there's no process to this, right? So it's kind of one of those things. What I would have done is said to her, "Hey, I c- you can't you can't do that, right?" Instead of just Adelita clutching pearls from the uh, from the dais, right? You have someone come up to her at the end of the you know the next break or something, and you say, "Look, we want you to talk. We don't want to do this, but if you keep making a baseless charge that Matt Hines is a pedophile." We're going to ban you for 30 to 90 days. So I don't know if she was ever giving that opportunity. And I think that's probably, that should have been the right thing to do here and give her a chance to come back. And if she did it again, then toss her for 90 days. But um, there has to be some sort of decorum here. They're just, ha- I mean, they, they, they're letting you blast as much as possible. I mean, I mean, I love when Keith says Doogie Hines. I love it. I love it. Oh, Matt did not show up at the beginning. He was late. And then he showed up again on vacation on Zoom. Yeah, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt that's kind of unbuttoned. Here, I'll show it to you, Matt. So so do you know that he's on vacation, I guess, is the... I mean, I don't know. I mean, what's great about this is that he really doesn't truly give a crap about doing this job. That's obvious. It's obvious. I mean, even if you're a Democrat hack that works for the Star or the Sentinel, even this is you're like, come on. Well, it looks like you might have a primary challenger. Is that the district? So it's not a primary as a general uh, no, challenger. I'm sorry. I take that back. Yes. John Backer yeah. um, actually announced during his call to all the audience yesterday that he was running against. It's on the Green Valley uh, News, actually. Yep. So he's, well. he, he did, that's true. So that was before yesterday's meeting that Dan put that in the newsletter. But John actually... Uh, It was very cute. He said, basically, Matt, um, looks like you don't have much time to do this job and you don't really care, so let me take the job off your hands, basically. It was pretty cute. I thought he did a nice job with it. So, Um, And again, that's part of the uh, redistricting fund that John Becker is uh, is in there. So, Uh, Matt, let's play this this clip with Carrie Lake and uh, this uh, this broski from... uh, this show called The Circus on Showtime, Tim Miller. So it doesn't help Tim that he's a former Jeb Bush communications director, but I don't think his questions were that horrible. Again, I don't know if he's the guy who put the, the speech uh, part that said, please clap now, but uh, let's... Uh, let's Haley and uh, Pompeo in there saying that we've lost three straight elections, okay. that it's time to change the strategy, maybe appeal out to more moderate voters. Uh, you just lost an election. What say you to that? Well, they like to say we lost elections. We're having corrupt, stolen elections, okay? We're having corrupt, stolen elections. President Trump won that election in 2020. He did. There was corruption. I know you don't believe it, and you don't want to look at it. And they stole the election from me, and you guys have But don't you think you really lost the election because you didn't reach out to the McCain voters, the Blake voters? You, you told the McCain voters to get out of the room. No, I didn't. You know what? And you campaigned hard MAGA. That's fake news. I went to your last event. It was Steve Bannon. It was all these guys. It was hard. You want to be going to my people. You want to be going to moderate Republicans. Maybe you would have won if you would have done that. May may I have a word? Do you want me to interview you? Because you seem to be doing all the talking. No, that's the question. 
it was a year before the election when I had a financial nuclear bomb dropped on me by a McCain Republican. She dropped $30 million in attack ads. We were joking around. I said, are we have McCain Republicans or America First Republicans in here? And I brought the establishment together. Let me finish. I brought the establishment together. Unfortunately, a few of them didn't come over. And they rigged the election. I know you don't believe and you refuse to look at you refuse to look at the evidence, okay? I do look at the evidence. No, you I didn't. wasn't at no, your you campaign rally three days before the election. You didn't have McCain's there. You didn't have the Ducey's there. They were there. welcome there. I, I actually reached, I reached out to Ducey and I reached out to all of those people. They didn't want to come around. I can't help it, but what I do have are independents and Democrats. How old are you? I'm 41. You're 41 and you dress like a 13-year-old. Oh, Carrie, come on. We shouldn't end on that. So... There was a couple of interesting things, I, the lines that are just fascinating to me. One is, of course, they stole her election, but the, the really more, she said she brought the establishment together. That's not even a that's not even a hand thing, Matt. That's absolute fabrication. So was was she insinuating that when she, uh, it was a year before when she told uh, the McCain wing to to Kiss go off. pound sand. That's was, what was that what she was that what the, she's well she's saying is that, that the counter to as, that is? as as, as uh, KTR was dropping tens of millions the pounder somewhere in that okay that's what she said All right. right which was not a year before either right that's literally last July months yeah yeah okay um so it was really interesting so she said she brought the establishment together that's not even close the establishment hates her the establishment up in Maricopa County they 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 turned their back on her, right? Uh, and then she says, "This is an interesting quote by Carrie Lake. She has independents and Democrats. What does that mean? Because if there's one crew that really abandoned you during the election was moderate Democrats and independents. Just just let you know. Interesting." Um, so, listener Christine, this is for Brushfire Sean's JTED haircut recommendation. The Pima JTED Academy of Cosmeto- Cosmetology on Camino Seco and 22nd. Uh, student Anna cut and styled my daughter's long hair for nine bucks. We gave her a generous tip. She looks beautiful. Great cut, great experience. Thank you, Brushfire Sean. Christine, longtime listener. So, all right. Here we go little animals we got to get out of this place all right little judas priest breaking the law for our pliskin acres playlist that comes from liz the infamous ex uh, uh customer of the oracle and limberloss walgreens that went out of business because of too much theft and definitely uh, one of the uh you know the crown jewels of the pliskin acres retail scene the walgreens on oracle and limberlost uh let's do a little more uh the White File Saloon, Salon, not Saloon, White File Saloon, White Fire Saloon. That could be my new gin joint. I'm going to make do that one day. A shooting near Broadway and Country Club uh, led to a car crashing into a salon on Monday. The White File Saloon uh, uh, owner, Nguyen Lee, told um, Kagan she was sitting near the front door of his salon. Sorry, he was, sorry, was sitting near the front door of his salon doing a client's nail when he heard a gunshot. He said a gut feeling grabbed the client running away, running away from something he never imagined. 
Shattered windows, fallen brick, and ruined nail products are just a couple of di- items that, uh, damaged. I saw someone slumped over, then a second or two after the dad, dad, that, excuse me, his head was swaying back and forth, said Lee. Tucson police said a fight near the salon resulted in a physical altercation, then shots were fired. The driver was found with gunshot wounds. He's in hospital with critical condition. condition. Um, TPD said the tus- suspect was detained. Jennifer Ortero and her son were in the salon lobbies just before the crash. My son was like, well, you're so lucky Just you just left. She said her son was playing with a toy car on the window while he waited for her to get her nails done. Um, it would not have been a good outcome if I'd been there a few minutes longer. Uh, the owner says he's glad he trusted his instinct to run away from the entrance with his client and that none of his customers got hurt. He plans on replacing all of his products in fear of glass contamination and safety concerns. He hopes to be open in the next two weeks. Again, more crime tax, right? In the end. But also, more importantly, I mean, this is like a bad Fast and Furious 27 movie, right? People are getting shot and ramming their car. The the dying, almost dying person that's slamming their car into the front of a Tucson business. So, again, razor's edge, right? What 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 is what is the powers that be at the city of Tucson say you know because this is right there in Kazakhstan right um, or close maybe the circle of self righteousness and more um, well this is the circle of self righteousness Broadway and Country Club um, I will tell you that what what happens if someone did get hurt right I mean does it make the, would it make a difference would Rahina or anyone change their tune probably not. Somebody either way could have been sitting in a chair, right? It's just, just the luck of it. So where's where's my Tucson Metro Chamber on something like this, right? Here's a business owner who can't conduct business without guys being shot and slamming through the front of their door because the place is turning into a lawless city, right? I mean, was it, does, it, does it take uh, Mr. Lee and his customer to get crushed by the car for someone to do something? I mean, it's pretty, it, that's wild, that's wild crap. Wild crap. Um, then we had a lady, this is a Gabrielle Parrish on KVOA, and a mom named Maria Aparicio uh, talks about how she was almost kidnapped in broad daylight at 1 p.m. on Monday as she's pushing her daughter in a stroller when a black Chevy rolled uh, rolled up on her. Man came out running at me with his arms extended. I thought it was absolutely bizarre and terrifying. I turned around. I screamed at him, what are you doing? At that point, I took off full force, running as fast as I could, pushing a stroller, screaming as loud as I could. Aparicio tells News 4 she wanted to give the man the benefit of the doubt, so she started jogging. That's when things took a turn for the worse. She added she kept running and screaming for a half a block until her neighbors came out to see what was going on. Then the man got in the passenger side of the car and left. So anyway, we got that going for us. Uh, They say Tucson South Side, but it does not give me a cross street on what part of the South Side. So we got that going for us. 
So are we in Tucson or Matamoros? I mean, I, I'm just trying to figure this out. Got, got me. Wow. Shelby Slaughter, daughter, uh, granddaughter of wrestler uh, Sergeant Sergeant Slaughter. Sergio, ask Forrest Keys if they care. Well played. Um, again, Forrest was the U of A student shot by at a, basically uh, TUSD gangbangers driving around in their mother's car in the Cherry Garage where you go watch a university park where you go to a U of A basketball game. Um, Shelby Slaughter, residents in several Tucson neighborhoods are sounding the alarm on truck thefts. One video from March 1st shows Daniel Turan and Jacob Schlokarp's truck fly, uh, driving away at 3.30 in the morning. Um, we, we got out the next afternoon and we wondered, where, where's our truck? <laughs> um, I like that they first thought the, the F-250 had been towed. She'd gone to the mail to check if they have they re- if they received an HOA fee. They thought their truck was towed for parking in a quote weird spot. They found out later that the truck was stolen. A couple of nights later, Sue and uh, the the Sue and Brian Manaz no Mazans checked their driveway in Reader Ranch, and their truck was also gone. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, TPD says there's not enough evidence to show these cases are related. They need more information before tying the cases together. So, anyway, so it looks like we might have a uh, little bit of a trucks a stealing spree on the east southeast look side at, of Tucson. Look at how much trucks cost. I mean, catalytic converters are expensive, so people steal them. Trucks are expensive, so people steal them. Friend of the show had his truck at the uh, Culver's on First and River. Went in to get a concrete mixer. Came out. No catalytic converter. So. Um, it's it's th- This is another thing that's an interesting story, just locally. So this is uh, Rene Preciado. No, Reina Preciado. Excuse me. Preciado at K-Gun. And they talk about, um, they did, uh, this talk about sex trafficking, right? We heard, we always hear sex trafficking. You see stories when there's gem show comes around, but also Super Bowls. Uh, you have that prostitution. And so, um, today was the first of a series of sex trafficking and awareness classes being introduced to the Tucson area. Um, and this was... Arizona State University's Office of Sex Trafficking Intervention Research. Two professors led the conversation. Um, they, they surveyed 109 homeless kids. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 100. Uh, uh, sex trafficked homeless young adults. And they said that 40% of them had been sex trafficked. The agencies receive 107 homeless youth with more than 60% of them from Pima County. 26 of those individuals experience sex trafficking. So this is where we're at, guys and girls, right? So I assume sex trafficking is is going to be, you're going to have the, you, yes, you're homeless, but at the same time, you need drugs, Right? 
And so I'm just going to do the little, let's connect one to the other. We have a administration that rhymes with Haydn. And the guy on top doesn't know where he is sometimes, but he loves smelling women's hair. For some reason. Strangely, yes. Right? This border is a wide open mess. And if you don't think having a wide open border and being a city like Tucson that's 40 minutes north of a wide open border, right, with all of that, all those drugs flowing through, all this, you know, it, it, it's like an, un, it's a, and all the sex trafficking that's coming up from Mexico. This is the part that the Grijalvas and Romeros of the world don't want to talk about when it comes to their, quote, compassion for having an open border. All the women that are sex trafficked through the border business are ignored. Right? They have, there's, there's the, the, the cartels charge women what they call rape insurance. If you pay us more, we won't quote rape you. And this horrible dynamic continues up through to Tucson, right? At the same time, we have a drug underground drug economy in Tucson, Arizona. We've talked to you about with TPD, right? We have these organized retail thefts. 50 people go into the Target on Oracle and Roger, Limberloss there, Roger area, and 25 of them go in with their carts. They have a list of what they're supposed to put in the cart, and then at 30 minutes later, they're all supposed to run out with their cart at the same time because it's impossible to stop 25 different people. The reason they're doing that is that there's people above them who are providing them, I guess, shelter in the tent city, some sort of protection from other bad people, So and drugs. So these bad actors want your, you know, in, re, in, in, in exchange for whatever they're providing you, protection, more drugs or whatever, they're either going to want you to steal or for some of them, they're going to expect you to prostitute yourself for such things. So when I see Steve Kazachik uh, uh, on this going, oh, this is horrible. Why is it so bad? And Steve, I, I know that you guys don't want to hear this. It's not because you, Rahina, and Zach Yenser haven't built more housing for them. They don't care. It starts with the border, and it starts with you have gutted the police department all these years. And as Barack Obama's fiery preacher, Jeremiah Wright, once said, the chickens have come home to roost. And those chickens have... Many, many, they manifest them ways themselves in so many ways. And it's all of these stories of woe. Yes, 
I know they'll say, well, this is something they, as part of their defense, they will always say when they're on Burt Lee's show or whatever, or they're talking to a reporter that's 12 and a half years old at KOLD or talking to Dud Foster, okay, um, is, well, this is going on in other cities. It's a true statement, but <laughs> what are we doing about it? It is a true statement. But I will I will argue with you. Not as bad as here. And how does a that make it okay here? Correct. Right? You know? I mean Remember the old line of the, you know, uh son son, your the father or mother are talking to the their kid, why are you doing this? Well the other kids are doing it. Well, why is that how's that my problem? What are you doing? If it's uh, yes, uh, no one's saying this is an easy situation. But what are you doing and what are you saying, right? And because you guys are like puppets regurgitating Democrat party line, you can't say anything about a border that's wide open that's bringing a untold amount of crap across there, ruining the lives of your citizens. Because God forbid you guys spoke up something and then the Grijalva machine runs somebody against you and you, go, you don't get to be a city council person anymore. Well, you know something? The chain stuff, you're going to have to open your mouth and maybe you lose your seat. That's just the way, that's the way it is. But you guys like looking at yourself in the mirror? The hallucinogenics that you must be on are just fantabulous, but mostly it's just your pride. 6.49 in the morning. When we come back, um, story out of Phoenix of, quote, the zone. And it was pretty in-depth about how miserable the zone is. And I think it gives a little insight on the little mini zones that we have going on in Tucson. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh-oh. Little, El- little Elton John for the... Uh, the list for Pliskin Acres, Saturday night, all right for fighting. We just had them at the uh, Edmund Marquez downtown fight uh, on TMZ, beating the hell out of each other uh, last night. All that money. So it's a fight club. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. It brings new meaning to clean up on aisle four at the Fries on First and Rogers. Oh, my. Lighting the place on fire. Waiting for those details to come out. <laughs> Betsy, Tucson's the oldest continuously inhabited settlement in North America. Sadly, its future looks bleak if we don't get a handle on things. Chris, please stop telling stories about our reality. <laughs> Yikes. So the thing about the narrative that crime is a national thing and it's happening everywhere, mm-hmm. you know what else is happening everywhere? People are saying enough, right? And so... And I'm looking forward to a little bit more information on the story where um, Tucson crime-free folks are starting to meet up and connect with Santa o- Monica, other yep. similar organizations around the country, starting with Santa Monica and a nationwide network of people saying, hey, enough of this, you know, do your job. In the end, the way you're going to bring cops back to work for you is you have to change your attitude about cops publicly, Right. 
because Rahina, Steve, and Laney always think that cops suck. You, you hear the way they talk about cops. They they talk about cops like they got a boil on their on their rear end. Okay, um, and you got to overpay. That's where you're at. You're going to have to overpay. You're not going to do it with community service officers. That's, that is a supplement is nice. But if towns are going to have to start overpaying cops. It'll be it'll be like this new thing. That that's the only way this is or or or, or everyone's going to have their their own shotgun and walking down the streets. That's the other thing. So the thing about your if you're in Tucson, right? The the city council gets you coming and going right? They hate guns. They don't want you to have a gun to protect yourself, but they already, they've gutted the police department so bad that the police chief says, I don't have enough people. See how that works out in Matamoros. Right. I mean, where guns are illegal. Well, again, right. So, well, let's, let, let's bring it a little closer to home, Matthew. All righty. Chicago. Thank you. Right. I mean, they have some of the most stringent gun laws out there. Absolutely. And there are Tens of people dying every weekend. Hundred people, you know, eighty to hundred people seem to die a weekend in Chicago. And what they've come, as uh, the boys in Pink Floyd once said, is we're, we're we're in that dangerously comfortably numb on this one. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right, let's do some holidays. I'll get to that zone story later. Uh, probably seven thirty. Discover what your name means today. Of course, Christopher is Greek for Christ-bearer, believe it or not. Uh, meaning of the name Matthew, which, of course, that's some that's some old school. Gift of God. That's true. Look at that. It's beautiful. Uh, girls write now day, encouraging writing in girls. International Women's Day. Good job, women. Uh, let's see. National Be Nasty Day. We're not doing that today. National Peanut Cluster Day. Uh, and then this one, National Proofreading Day, which, trust me, I've seen your stuff, including the head of the teachers union, Randy Weingartner, and you guys need proofreading like you would never believe. U.S. Congressman Andrew Biggs coming up next. Then at 8.07, we have two young men who, I don't know how old they are. We'll just call them young. They're going to ride across America, so they got to be younger than me. Maybe not. They're probably 20 years older than me. Um, for Hands of Hope, and then U.S. Congressman Juan Siscomani, uh coming up on uh, at 8.37. Double Food Friday on Friday. Vero's Italian with St. Joseph Pastries and Fatima from Inca's Peruvian. So, wake up, Tucson. 10.30 The Voice, local news and talk.